So, Dregs, what have you been up to? What have you been entertaining yourself in our, our break, our time off from the podcast? You know, you do remember I had a pantry to clean out. Yes, which I, I remember. Mm, I actually got that done. You got the pantry done? I did, I did. I got rid of all the bad foods okay. and I have replaced them with healthy eating choices, just There's saying. no bad foods at all in there now? It's a little bit of a lie, actually. Okay, I have, I I have so. been shopping yeah. and, of course, I have extra money left over now at the moment because there is no toilet roll to purchase. Yes, this is... Yeah. A major so, issue in Australia at the we moment. We can discuss that a little bit further on. This but I, coronavirus is taking Australia by storm in regards to the toilet paper. Endless fodder for us. Obviously, this is a topic that we could drown in. We could. We could, and we possibly will. And it's crazy. We're not exactly sure, and there's so much media going on about this issue at the moment with the toilet Indeed. paper crisis that we're experiencing here yes. in Australia. Why? <laughs> why, <laughs> don't, people? Don't. Why are you buying all oh, the look, toilet paper? <laughs> we just don't understand it. You've like, been wanting to to let this out you've I been wanting to laugh to, i just have to have a laugh over this just because let it out the reality is we live in a society now where we can get groceries delivered to our door so if we're yeah. quarantined in our homes we're not isolated from the world and yet we feel well a lack of control <clears throat> this is what it is this is the psychology behind it yes we yes. feeling completely out of control and having large supplies of toilet paper somehow makes it us reassures us as a species like we're in control yes exactly <laughs> yeah, it takes a little bit of the uncertainty away in a crazy world and, and you know I've spoken about it on the podcast before, my little quirk about making sure I always have ample stock of yes, toilet paper. So yes. I don't want to brag and I don't want anyone to come around and rob me, but I've got to be honest and say I'm, I'm sitting pretty good right oh, now good. with That's my good. supply. Me? See, I um, live fast and loose, so I'm just sort <laughs> of like I'm watching them count down and I'm seeing all the hysteria yeah, and I'm like, you know, you know, I think the universe will provide for me. Yeah. I, I don't believe in this whole scarcity mm-hmm. idea in mm-hmm. the headspace. I think abundance. So all the time, abundance. On, on the flip side of that, I see people are selling toilet paper on eBay. So if I do come across hard times, I know what nice. a roll is worth at the moment. Don't you worry? I know it's like gold. It is it's like gold, gold right here now. in Australia. <laughs> It is. So that is just something for us to uh, delve into a little bit more as we go on because this yes. I don't think this is clearing up anytime soon. And this leads into why we're here, Trixie, is yeah. that with the coronavirus yeah. and a promise that I made in our teaser episode about the show would have a doctor. A real doctor, like a legit registered yep. medical professional. You might be familiar with the fact that in season one there was no doctor. Yeah, I do recall. So I thought I got to go out, find a doctor. Find and a doctor that is willing to become our in-house podcast resident doctor. And you did? And I have. You haven't. Now, you can <laughs> oh, imagine you he didn't want to go under his real name Absolute. for this exercise. Sorry, I'm scrapping the word absolutely. <laughs> Let's go with for sure. I understand that. And he's going to be under the alias of Dr. Alta Kaka. Alta Kaka? Yeah. Alta so Kaka. I sat down with the good doctor oh, and we've cool. gone through five illnesses that right. are bowel related. Yeah. Um, and we're going to release them over the next five weeks as a special presentation of the podcast. Oh, that's exciting. It is. It and is then uh, after that, then we'll be getting rocking and rolling into season two of the podcast. So yep. thank you, everybody who listened to season one. Yes. And don't forget, you can still share Clap. it with your friends. Yes. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Hang on, let me do a crowd roll. 
Yeah, that just sounded like creepy breathing. But So thank you very much, yes, to everybody <laughs> who has listened to season one. We are very, very grateful. Yeah. Uh, we've been listened to in five countries, Tricks. So that's uh, we're happy with that. So keep spreading the word. Yeah, spread the word. This is part one of our special presentation with Dr. Alta Kaka. Kaka. Welcome, Dr. Alta. Uh, so uh, you have to get this right. My name is Dr. Alta Kaka. Dr. Alta Kaka. Dr. Alta Kaka, and I come from. A long line of physicians that are very interested in the bum. Well, thank you very much, Doctor, for coming on to our podcast. We are very, very grateful. Uh, We wanted to start with getting an idea as to what is it about the bowel that interests you so much? Well, you have to understand that I come from a a dynasty of German doctors with a special interest in the bum. So I... uh, I am very also interested in the bum. Is this common amongst doctors in Germany to be interested in the bum? Well, uh, everyone has one. Yes, that's true. So uh, I think it's quite important to be interested in uh, the common problem. And you know, the bowel is is not the commonest presentation that comes to my home. But uh, you know, if it comes, it's a problem because it's sometimes big. Oh, I can imagine. I can yes, imagine. I have seen many big bums. Yes, I, I bet you have during your time. You know, uh, some things in medicine are very simple, you know, like uh, somebody comes with a sore throat or a sore finger, you know, it's easy to fix. But the bum is complicated. It's very, very detailed and lots of possibilities. It's like being a detective. Detective of the bum? Well, yes, because anything in doctoring is like you have to work out the problem and then you can try and find the solution. So tell me about that. Somebody presents into your clinic and they're saying, I've got some issues in my stomach region around that area or maybe pooping is an issue for them. Where do you start? Well, the the most important thing in in the medicine is to take a very long story. You ask the person his story, and uh, from the story, you can work out and ask questions here and there, and you can include problems and exclude problems. And then finally, in uh, 90% of cases, from just talking to the person, you don't have to touch them, you don't have to do no investigations, you can find out the problem. And normally, being the bowel... What kind of equipment are you using to diagnose these kind of issues? Okay, so as he said to you, there's 90% of this is from taking good story. Uh, uh, If you want to do... um, uh, Then after doing good story, you must touch the patient with the investigation, uh, examination, should I say, and so... uh, uh, I I already have in mind what the three or four possibilities might be from taking the long story. And then when I do examination, you do examination to check, is it this or is it that? And then from that, you uh, find out uh, from four stories, you're down to two stories. And then maybe to confirm the situation, you must send off for uh, x-ray or a scan or some, some other testing, you know. Uh, and so the good doctor will decide what test 
testing and whether whether this testing is very difficult for the patient and work out whether it's necessary. For example, colonoscopy for a patient is sticking the camera up the bum. And, uh, you know, I don't like this. The patient doesn't like this. Uh, you have to have a little bit of anesthetic, etc. So... Before I say to a patient, you go, go get a colonoscopy, I have to make sure this is very necessary, you know. So you try very hard to start with the history and uh, examination and uh, put as little little uh, invasive, invasive problem in, uh, in the patient's life. Well, doctor, one of the reasons I called you up and said, will you be on our podcast other than to give credibility is the fact that you are responsible for basically leading the charge in discovering that I had a chubba chub stick stuck in my colon. How does this happen? You know, where does this chubba chubba this, stick This, Doctor, 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 we have been down this road many times before with our listeners, with you, with everybody else. I would like to put it on the record now, and I stand by this, that I still have absolutely no idea how a chubba chub stick got stuck in my colon. Yes, this worries me deeply, you know. Sometimes I don't sleep at night, and one in every three nights is because of you, uh, John. So I'm very sorry. I still worry about the, That's why I asked this question, and I think maybe I've asked you this same question maybe six times or something like that. It's not enough times yet. One day you will remember. This is what they call, I'm not, uh, you know, Sigmund Freud and I were were not colleagues, but uh, I call this a, what you call a repressed memory from, <laughs> from, from something, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. So we've got you on the show, Doctor, not only because you've been part of my medical journey of removing the chubba chub stick from my colon and now what is hopefully going to be smooth sailing in the recovery, but also because... There are so many different bowel issues that one may come across, and we're not going to specify just in bowels. We may want to go into other parts of the body, but we also do want to mention that you are a real doctor because it can sound quite clear that maybe this could be a voice being put on and that you are not a doctor, but in fact, you can confirm that you are a doctor. In fact, to prove it, tell us something that only a doctor would know. Only a doctor would know, yes. Uh... Well, I have found through long, long history taking and things, sometimes people come in with blocked, there's a blocked ear. And most people I have seen, they have the two ears. Yes. Well, that's, that's, that's true. But would, would you consider that this common knowledge? Or is it I would have thought so, yes. Uh, well, no, you got something else for us, maybe. Uh, two, two, two legs? Yes. Yes, we can confirm that. Uh, well, I don't know. It's a very difficult question. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, ma- let's not ma- confuse the situation. Ma- maybe the you know the, the longest word in the in 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 English language. You know how long this word is? Supercalifragilisticosis. No, no. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't watch Mary Poppins. But uh, uh, no, it, this word takes three and a half hours to pronounce, and it's got one hundred eighty-nine thousand letters. Right, and it's what a, is the purpose of this word? And it's a stupid word. I don't, I don't know if anybody ever said it, but it's a medical word. You know, it's like a chemical compound with medical word. And why would they make such a long word that obviously nobody speaks because it takes so long to pronounce? So Johnny, do say that there's no other absurd things in this world, and this is you want to focus on this one? Well, that's true. No, that's a fair many, point. Many, many ridiculous uh, things that uh, you know incomplete. And I think three and a half hour word is quite fun. (laughs) 
imagine, <laughs> imagine giving a lecture on this word and you just start the lecture. It has to at least go three and a half hours just to say, we're going to talk about, and it takes three and a half hours. This word, you know. Okay, well, maybe that is uh, a degree of credibility. I'm still not sure whether it's actually true or not because it just seems so ridiculously out there. But as you did mention, a lot of absurd things in the world today. So maybe we could start the podcast being your first time on the show with maybe a condition. What's a popular condition that you see through your clinic? Yes, yes. The common is the bowel condition. Well, I think is probably constipation. Constipation. Yeah. And what that, normally causes this? Well, you know, uh, in this world we're eating the wrong foods and we're drinking not enough water and we're living the life that is fast and uh, and so people not paying attention to this. So this is one reason, a very big reason, lifestyle isn't bad in this world, Western world so much. And... Uh, and then, so this is common cause, and then you've got, uh, like, some people just have slow, slow bowel, and uh, this doesn't work. A slow bowel, what do you mean, in regards to processing the waste? Oh, definitely, you know, some people have uh, a better, better intestinal activity. We call this intestinal motility, uh, and, uh, you know, if this is functioning very well, then... Uh, the bell, the bell is working much faster, and you don't get the blockage. Then you get some sort of like uh, uh, digestive problems. If you have some sort of slight problems with digestion, this could be uh, because of who you are, or because of the food you eat, or maybe uh, because you have some sort of uh, slight infection going on or inflammation. And then, and so the bowel doesn't bring the food, and then the food banks up and causes blockage. Uh, this is another reason. Then maybe, you know, some people, they're taking too many of the painkillers. You know, some of the painkillers pain can cause the, the bowel to cause this blockage. So many, many reasons why it's constant. You have 20, 20 feet, 20 feet of the bowel. And imagine this is a tube. So the problem with tube is that tubes can get, get a little bit blocked up. It's very common. And uh, many people, almost everybody will have some some degree of occasional uh, constipation. And let's, let me tell you, it's not fun. No, no. Well, I've had a lot of issues with the bowel lately and it definitely hasn't been fun. But are we saying that constipation is normally maybe suggesting something else is going on or is that the only thing that you're looking to treat or...? Okay, so um, when you have any conditions like the constipation, you say, well, okay, we have diagnosed that. Happy to diagnose. Know that there is potential treatments, but you always look at what is the underlying problem for this. You know, what is this cause? Is it from too many painkillers? Is this because this person's not having fluid enough? Or does I have some sort of uh, metabolic situation? And you must work out which is the cause. And once you have a cause, then you have a treatment. Simple. Simple. Well, there you go. You've heard it here first from our uh, our in-house doctor, I guess we would call you. Doctor, sorry, can you pronounce your name again? My name is Dr. Altakaka. Altakaka. Yes. Well, thank I you very much, doctor. I come from a long line of kakas. Yes, I, I I believe so. But I'd like to thank you very much for coming onto the, the podcast. This is the first episode you've been on. You will be appearing throughout season two, of which we are exceptionally grateful that you've agreed to the terms of our agreement. Uh, no problems, no problems. It's always a pl pleasure to try and uh, de demystify the bumhole. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. And here at the Traeger, Trixie Traeger Toilet Talk Show, that is what we are all about. Thank you very much, Doctor. We appreciate your time. No problem. So there you go, Trix, oh. part one, constipation oh with God. the good doctor. He was amazing. I, I love him. I think he's fantastic. I cannot speak highly enough of the way he presented that information. And I didn't actually tell the listeners that you hadn't heard that before and that no, was the first time you'd got to hear that. I so. couldn't be there. Um, fortunately, I had a pantry to clean out. Yeah, but yeah. now that I've, I knew you were setting it up, I'm very impressed that he agreed to speak yeah. with you, but I was so impressed with him. He's honest, forthright. Tells um, it how it is, the he good knows, doctor. He knows, as he, he says, knows, a bum hole. He's, he's into the bum. He's right into that. It's his career choice. He was amazing. Loved it. So that's part one. There's going to be five parts. Oh, how uh, exciting. Part two next week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. See you then, Trix. Okay, keep it clean. Toilet talk, toilet talk. Listen to us on the toilet.